Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come and I ask that you would strengthen us right now in the places where we are in need of you to give us a spiritual mind to receive the things that you have for us to learn. Give us the ability to focus. Give us the ability to understand. Give us the ability to grasp, Father, the spiritual things that you have for us tonight. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm excited. I feel the presence of God. It's really cool. It's been an amazing year in terms of our church and how we've been, God has been calling us to pray a lot and doing 10 days here and 21 days here and another 10 days there. And um, so when when uh, the Lord put it on Carol's heart to do this study, it, was, it, it just seemed very, very, very timely for us. And um, one of the things that is a, is a passion for me is to pray. And I remember when I, when I understood prayer, when I understood prayer is, to be sitting at the Lord's feet and to be instructed by him and then to begin to pray the things that he was showing me to pray. And then my life began to, to take on a deeper level, a deeper dimension, and um, uh, to the point when, when, when it's wonderful when your kids come up to you and say, Mom, can you ask the Lord for me? And to be able to say, yeah, let me, I'll, I'll inter inter intercede for you. And so this is, uh, this is the heart of God for us tonight that we understand the power of prayer. And as I look around here, and, and some of you, we've talked, and, and you've been seeing the power of prayer in your life. You've been seeing the fruits of it. You've been seeing how God has been uh, moving you. And so I, I rejoice with all of us that are grasping this power of prayer. So the topic is the, the importance of watching and prayer. And um, what does it mean to watch in prayer? It means to stay spiritually awake and alert. Now, you got to know that there's times when you pray and you don't feel spiritually awake and you don't feel alert. You feel kind of dull-minded. You feel kind of foggy. You feel kind of bored. Then you, but you know that in that moment, then, you, you, you need to get more alert. you got to get more ready to, to, to watch. Now, how is watching in prayer different than waiting in prayer? We had a... a Amelie taught on, on waiting. Now, waiting, when we go before the Lord and we sit at the Lord's feet and we're waiting, we're quiet. You're quiet. You're stilling your mind. You're stopping your thoughts. You're uh, exercising that discipline of being still. And you're, and you're, and you're, just, you're just waiting on the Lord in quietness. And then while you're waiting in quietness, see, then your, your heart, see, starts to get more in tune with God. Your mind, see, starts coming from being in the flesh and in, 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 in the world, and it starts to get more spiritually minded because you are bringing under the discipline of the Holy Spirit, you're bringing your mind under him, and you're quieting yourself down, and you're getting ready to hear from the Lord. We had the teaching on um, on confession, and so that, uh, you know, as you wait, then you, you get quiet, and then you and then you are ready now because the Holy Spirit can now begin to show you the things inside of you that need to get cleaned up and removed and you know sorted. 
when we did the confession, we had that Carol had asked us at our table, okay, now you're going to, you know, do some confession. And, you know, the girls were said, oh, I confess this, and then I confess that, and they were kind of laughing and being silly. But then the minute that we sat down to focus and quiet them, the transformation that came as I began to pray and confess their sins was really powerful. There's a difference as you begin to have that surrender. So that's waiting. It's getting quiet before the Lord, stealing yourself. The discipline of, of, of silence. But watching, watching is a place of spiritual hypervigilance. Spiritual hypervigilance. A watchman's responsibility when they stand up in a tower and they're looking out and they're looking out and all they're watching to see if any enemies are approaching. So you do not want a watchman who has a sombrero over his head and is sleeping. You don't want that as a watchman. You don't want that. You want a watchman who takes his job very seriously, is looking out on the land, is surveying, is looking out on the ocean, is looking, is very, very mindful of any dot any fleck that is coming out on the horizon, it could possibly mean that an enemy is coming. That is a watchman. Now, the first thing the Holy Spirit's going to do as you enter into this position of being a watchman is he's going to warn you about your personal enemies. He's going to warn you about you. Ways that the enemy is out to attack you to destroy you, to defeat you. You are a powerful instrument for God. You are so powerful for God. And any weakness in you has to be shored up. Any weakness in me has to be shored up. I am a person who struggles a lot with fear. I have a lot of fear in me. I am piglet. I am not rabbit. I may look like rabbit, and I may talk like rabbit, but I am piglet. I have a lot of fear in me. And so when I go before the Lord, almost on a daily basis, I end up crying. I cry to God because I come to this place where I tap into my fear, see, and I and I. And I and I cry it out. I cry it out. I acknowledge it. It's there. Because if I don't acknowledge that fear and it gets stuffed down there, that is a place where I'm going to get assaulted. So I know that about me. I know that I'm a fearful person. So I have to get there. I have to allow the Holy Spirit to bring me into that place. Because the Holy Spirit wants to make me very strong. Things that I want to do for God, I got to be strong. I want to do battle. I want to pull people out of the pit. I want to deliver people from demonic strongholds. I want to do powerful things. I cannot afford to be afraid. I cannot afford to be afraid. And people say, aren't you afraid to do that? No. Not when I finally get there. No. But in the early day when I wake up, yes. I am. I am afraid. Mark 14, 38. Keep watch and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. For the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. God knows that. We have to bring our body under the unction of the Holy Spirit. 
you, you, if you get up in the morning and, and you just get up and you say, Lord, just thank you for this day. It's a great day. I'm going to have my coffee. And you just go on with your day. Ay, 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 ay. For you. Because you are going to get assaulted. And maybe you get assaulted in ways that you are just normal for you. You're just so used to being assaulted that way that you don't even recognize that you're being assaulted. Because you're just so used to living like that. That that's normal for you. But God doesn't want that to be normal for us. He wants us to have a position where we come in weakness before him, and then he makes us strong. And then we're girded. And then we're able. Then we're alert. Then we're ready for what's coming. And, and, and we might, a long time ago, I don't know if this little toy is still around. It's like weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. These little weebles. That's us. When we're strong in the Lord, we weeble. But we don't fall. Okay? We can weeble a little bit. Something hits us, we're like, whoa. We can weeble. But we don't fall back. We don't give up. We don't turn away. We don't get discouraged. We don't stop. We just, we just weeble. You might want to get yourself a little weeble so you can <laughs> remind yourself, okay? Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. And that's how God says he doesn't want us to fall down. He wants us to be strong in him. So we bring all the things inside of us that are weak. And we say, God, come into this place where I'm weak. And God, if I can't see it, help me see it. Show me. I love it that God shows me where I'm weak. I tell you that I'm afraid. But see, then God gets specific with me about what I'm afraid of. I just know I have it. And then he starts to show me what it is that I'm afraid of. And then he just says, give it to me. Give it to me. Give it to me. And then he'll say, now, now pray for power. Now pray for strength. Now pray for truth. Now pray for faith. And then I take that in, and I take that in. And I can feel a shift. I can feel myself shifting, and my back will shift. Lots of things will shift. I start to, the Holy Spirit will work on me, and I'll feel the tension going, and I'll feel things going on. Sometimes when I pray for you, you can sense, I'll go, ugh, because I will feel it broken in you. I will feel that shift. Okay, so this is, this is prayer. See, there's, there's action going on. There's, there's movement. We're getting strengthened. This is watching. Watching. 1 Peter 5.8, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. You are fresh meat, ladies. You are fresh meat. He just goes, Shelly. 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 Brianna. Whoa. That's what he's like. He wants to eat you up. He wants to devour you. And he wants to go, chew you up. Nothing left of you. And some of you might feel like that at the end of the day. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to if you feel like that at the end of the day because you probably just got chewed up and got spit out. That's very different than being tired like Gia. Warriors get tired. That's different. This is where you just feel, <sighs> there's nothing to you. You're very discouraged. Life is you know, there's no life to you. There's, you didn't feel the glory of the day. It was just a hard, painful, 
awful day. You just got chewed up and chewed out. You were not a weeble. We're looking for you to be a weeble. The Holy Spirit knows, um, let me figure this, the Holy Spirit knows the mind of God. So the Holy Spirit is going to reveal things to you. That is his job. I'm not going to have you raise your hands, but I want you to ask yourself, how many times during the day do you consult with the Holy Spirit about a matter? How many times during the day do you ask the Holy Spirit about a matter that is important to you, that is in front of you, a decision that you have to make, an emotion that you're having, a relationship? How often do you consult the Holy Spirit? Or how often do you call a friend first before the Holy Spirit? He is there for us to help us not get devoured. He is there to help us be strong. 1 Corinthians 2.10, For to us God revealed them through the Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. The Holy Spirit is, he's got everything. He's got everything down. Every bit of information that you want, Holy Spirit has that information for you. How much do you want to know? Trudy, how much do you want to know? So you got and ask. And if you ask one, if you ask one question, don't be satisfied with that. Ask for some more. Ask for some more until the Lord says to you, "That's all I'm going to tell you today. That's that's all you're going to get. That's it. You want to hear that? But you keep asking and asking until you get all the information that you need, because the Holy Spirit will give it to you. Keep asking, you'll get more. Now. Watching in prayer, and this is what I want you to understand, what is very amazing about watching in prayer, it is about receiving special revelation. I have talked with you. Some of you want to hear from the Lord. Some of you want to hear from the Lord. You say, I want to hear from the Lord. Watching in prayer is receiving special revelation from God. He wants to give you things that you don't know on your own. No one else knows on their own. It's not out there. Facebook doesn't know about it yet. Nobody knows about it yet. Nobody knows about it yet. Holy Spirit wants to reveal that to you. He is a revealer of truth. I love 2 Kings 6, 12 through 18. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes, that his servant, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Elisha, the servant could see the spiritual armies that were around him. Now, all of us here are at some level spiritually, okay? Some of you are new spiritually. Some of you are teenagers. Some of you are, you know, y- y- you're, 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 you're more mature. And there's some of you that, y- that you have been walking around for thousands of years and you're still a baby, all right? And we want all of us, all of us to be spiritually mature. That is the goal of this time on Monday nights, that's, what's, what's this, that's the point of tonight, is we want to all grow and be spiritually strong and powerful and useful to God and not be devoured. We don't want to meet every Monday night, and then you go back Tuesday and you get devoured. We don't want that for each other. We want that you go back on Tuesday and you're a weeble that wobbles and doesn't fall down. That's what we want. And 
God wants you to see into the spiritual realms. When I grasped that, when I understood that God wanted that for me, I would not get off the floor with God until I said, you got to give me something. I want something. I want to hear your voice. I want to know something. To the point where Bree, if she would see somebody on the floor, we were at ballet and the little girls were on, I don't know what position that was, they're on the ground, and she said, Mom, are they praying? She was so used to seeing me in that position. Because, that, you know, just, just saying, God, I want to hear your voice because I want special revelation. When I pray for Marilyn, I want to come and I want to lay hands on her and I want to I want to know what God wants for her right now, not tomorrow, not next year. I want to give her a word from the Lord right now. I want that now. I want that special revelation. I'm hungry for that. I live for that. This is where I learn. This is where you're learning when you're sitting at in this place and you can hear his voice. How many of you know somebody when they pray for you, you can tell that they're hearing from the Lord right now? How many of you know somebody like that? right? And don't you love having that person pray for you because you have a confidence that the Father is going to come and you're going to get a word from the Lord and you feel like, I just need that person to pray for me. I'll go to Carol sometimes and say, Carol, can you pray for me? She goes, what for? Just pray for me. Bless me. Just something. I just, I just want to hear from the Lord from you. I want that. I'm hungry for that. That is the gift of the Holy Spirit. That is the power of God in us to strengthen us and empower us and move us. And I want Marilyn to be that kind of person. That she would hear from the Lord in that way. So that we can count on each other and we can be there for each other in that way. So you got to learn to listen. Listen. Listening. Some of us aren't even good listeners in the real world, right? <laughs> but this is where we want to learn how to listen. We really want to listen to the voice of God, what he has to say to you, how he's saying it to you. And some of you listen differently. Some of you listen in pictures. Ariel is phenomenal for hearing pictures. And we're trained people to pray, and Ariel, the first time she got a word, and she goes, I see a cloud. I don't know what that means, but it's a cloud. Hey, now if you get Ariel to pray for you, Carrie will give you a full-blown Disney detailed picture <laughs> filled with interpretation. Powerful. Powerful. Because she's learned to listen. She's learned to listen. Bree, my prophet, will pray some things. And she'll get some really deep things, and she'll, you know, she'll praise for me. She brings me to, you know, confession and repentance. I need to hear that. I need to, I need to see my sin, and and those prophetic gift can help you see those kinds of things that are deep within you, and to set you free. You want to learn to listen, so you can we can help each other that way. Habakkuk. Two, one through two says, I will stand my watch and set myself in the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me. What is God going to say to you? Now, I'm not going to kid you. It's not always easy to hear from the Lord. It takes discipline. It takes time. It takes effort. It, 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 it just doesn't come to you right away. But as you sit and you persist 
and you discipline your mind and you learn to quiet your mind and you learn to still your anxious thoughts, you learn to still your, your selfish thoughts, then you're going to be able to hear from the Lord. You will persist. And then you got to pray what you hear the Holy Spirit revealing to you. I teach a workshop on prayer. And so it's like I'll say, okay, we're going to lay hands on this person. When you hear something, just pray it out. Just pray it out. And, of course, when you hear something, you go, I don't know. That doesn't sound like it's God, and I don't know if it is. I go, pray it out because once we all pray out and we all at that little table hear from the Holy Spirit, you're going to see the unity of it. You're not necessarily going to hear exactly the same thing, but you're going to hear the unity of the prayer of the Holy Spirit because of all the knowledge that he has and all the uniqueness of you and what you bring and how you hear from the Lord. And then you speak it out, and then there's power in that. So don't minimize what you're hearing. Like I said, remember I said, Ariel, I got a cloud. Praise God, you got a cloud, okay? My son Joel, I remember when we first started, he wouldn't even speak. And then one night we were praying, and he goes, I just see a dollar sign. I don't know what that means. I'm going, praise God, because he's hearing something and he's saying it. Now you have Joel pray for you. He can hear. He hears wonderfully. It is so exciting. It is so exciting. I cannot tell you how exciting it is to have a family that prays and can hear from the Holy Spirit. It's wonderful. But we've got to learn. We've got to step out. And, we, and, we, and we've got to listen and speak what we're hearing. Declare power over the areas the Holy Spirit is revealing to you. Whatever strategy Satan is showing you, Declare that power. You have that authority in you. I was telling the girls, I never know exactly where I'm going in my outline, but the main thing that I'm wanting, to, wanting you to grasp tonight, this is the main thing that I'm wanting you to know, is that the, 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 the work of, of watching and prayer is spiritual warfare. You understand? That's what you're doing. You're going to be fighting over your own spirit so that it doesn't get devoured, and you're going to be fighting over someone else's spirit. In the book, the author says there are things going on in the world, and, and if you just start thinking about things that are going on in the world and bring that before the Holy Spirit, then he can give you some strategies of how to pray against that in the world. But your and my task is to not only just protect ground, but we want to take ground. And this is where we're doing that. This is where we're doing this work. We're taking ground. Give me some examples of ways that when you go to pray and you sit down to pray, and what gets in the way for you when you start to pray? What are some things that happen to you when you start to pray? Awkwardness. Wait, 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 wait. Which one? Busyness of the mind. Is that what you're going to say? The same thing? What else? Say that again? Distractions. Anger? Yeah. Impatience? Do you see all of that? All of that are the strategies of the enemy. And if he keeps you there, 
then you're going to stay there, and you're not going to listen, and you're not going to know. Pay attention to that. Remember I said about me and my fear? I have to overcome fear. Fear for me is like a fog. I get confused. It's like I have this weird thing. It's like I can either hear things very clearly and very directly and very specifically, or I'm like, what? Just dullness. I get completely fogged out. So I have to pray for that fear to get broken so that I can hear. Those, beloved, those, beloved, are the distractions. Those are the ways that the enemy has you. Carol? That, that the enemy has you in, in, in bondage and keeping you from press through. Okay? So pay attention tomorrow. Actually, I'm going to have you pay attention in a few minutes. Pay attention in a few minutes to these places so that you can center. Because what I want you to do at your table is I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to come and show you how to pray. And I'm going to give you, uh, you, can, you have an option. You can either ask somebody if they want something in particular they want prayer for, and person who wants prayer be very specific so it doesn't take 20 minutes for us to know what your prayer I- need is because this is, you know, we're doing a little workshop thing. Or if there's a particular thing in the world that you want to pray for. And then leader, I would ask you to, to initiate the table and, 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 and just pray and say, God, we come before you and we ask Holy Spirit that you show us how to pray and then you listen, and then you listen. And as you know something that the Holy Spirit is showing to you, pray it out. Pray it out. And then when you're all done, share in what the, rev- the revelation of what the Holy Spirit has done in your table, what he has revealed to you and the glory of that. And then my prayer is that you would keep practicing that you keep practicing that and praying that way so that you continue to be guided by the Holy Spirit and have victory in that. Does that make sense? Okay. Let's go to war.